Hey, y'all. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be what? Glad in it. Comment down below if you finish that scripture with me. So my name is Shantavia Johnson, but you can call me Shay, and I am your host of Obedience Podcast. Here at Obedience Podcast, our mission is to simply obey. Obey is an acronym that stands for O, obeying God, B, believing in God's word, E, evolving through Christ Jesus, and Y, yielding to Holy Spirit. So if you think that you'll be interested in our content, if you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button down below. And if you're listening on any of our podcasting platforms, be sure to hit that follow button so you all are notified every single time we upload. But for all of our returning subscribers and listeners, welcome back and let's go ahead and jump into this episode. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 40 of Obedience Podcast. It's such an honor to have you here because you could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here with me, and that is such an honor. So before I get deep into this episode, I do have to invite my co-host in Holy Spirit. So let's take a moment and bow our heads in prayer. Lord Jesus, I want to thank you for allowing me to get on this platform another day. I want to thank you for the releasing of another episode of obedience podcast and lord i thank you for the series that you have provided to teach us all to remember to be thankful grateful and blessed and not just say those things without actually living the lifestyle behind it i pray that through this episode people learn the real meaning of what being blessed is and they also take action and knowledge to know that they are blessed we thank you for blessing us And we pray that through this episode, we learn more about you and we grow deeper in you. And also, Lord, I ask for more of you and less of me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right. So now that I've welcomed my co-host in, let's go ahead and jump into the high and low portion of the episode. So if you would like to submit any high or lows to the podcast, you can always do so by submitting to us on our Instagram page, Facebook page, down below in the YouTube comments, or over on our email address. I'll make sure that all of that is in the show notes for you. And if you do so, you have the opportunity to be featured on the podcast. So I did get a viewer submission this week, so let's go ahead and jump into that. Now, this is from a very loyal viewer, and I'm not just saying that because she's my aunt. But she always watches every single episode, and I just love the support. And she always submits high and lows, and I love that too because that helps me out a ton with having this portion of the episode. Because without y'all, this would be just a very short segment of the episode. So remember, y'all, this isn't just about the episode. This is also to show glory to God for what he's done. And this high and low section goes great with... The objective of this episode is for us to acknowledge our blessings and praise God for our blessings and not just stay so meek and mild about them. All right. So she did submit a high and low this week and she put her low first. So we'll read that. She says, my low this week was slipping in and out in bouts of depression. I was in a rut feeling down because life was lifing. Oh, I know what you mean by that, girl. It took some time to shake this emotional roller coaster. I then realized I needed to seek God to help me mind my mind. I had to get out of my thoughts and seek God for renewed strength. (laughs) I'm just stop right there because I can say a lot about that. But you know what I loved? You know what I loved? Just like last week with Michelle, when we talked about her low, 
in her low, she realized the gratitude within that low. Y'all remember last week's episode, I talked about how you can always find something to be grateful about in whatever situation you're in. And the fact that you realized what needed to be done when you were slipping into your bouts of depression, I love it. And y'all know my scripture, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And we see right here, once she realized she was able to seek God to help her mind, her mind, and get out of her thoughts. Let me tell y'all something. That seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you. All these things just doesn't have to be um, desires. They, they just aren't things that you want. The things that are added to you is so much more. God brings so much more to your life than just valuable things or things that you can hold or things that you can show. He brings peace. And he brings strength. I'm so happy that you knew the steps to get yourself out of depression, but we would definitely be praying for you because we know that it's a constant battle. These colder months, too, tend to be very depressive months because, you know, the temperature is getting low and it's getting dark a little bit faster, but we have to hold on to our strength, which is our God. So during this season, if you struggle with season of depression, this may be the time where you have to seek God a little bit harder. You may study for 15 minutes. You may have to, you may have to up that study to 30 minutes just to get through that time. So let's go ahead and get into her high. So she says, my highs were just being reminded of who I am and whose I am. Okay. God loves us, he says. Cast your cares upon me because I care for you. I am loved and I'm not alone. That's a high in itself. That is so good. That is so good. Especially during these holiday times, it is so easy to feel like you're alone. Even the person who has everything, even the person who has a, a marriage a ch- with children, Loving brothers and sisters, grandma, nieces and nephews, even those people can feel alone at times during the holidays because it's just so much going on and it's it's so much pull on everybody. And so, like I said, during the low, during this time, we really have to lean in and seek more of God in this season. It may take some sacrificing of something, but we need to be willing to do that to keep our minds straight, you know, to stay rooted in Christ. So again, thank you so much for your high and lows. I would definitely be praying for you during this season for your depression. And thank you so much for submitting. And that was all of the viewer submissions that I received this week. So we'll go ahead and jump into my personal high and low moments for this week. All right, y'all. So I'll start with my lows. So I don't have like a low to report or anything for myself, but I do want y'all to pray in agreement with me my godmama was recently admitted to the hospital i talk about my godmama a lot if y'all watch seek bible study she's always in the chat supporting and this past week she had to go into the emergency room and we're just going to pray that she gets out of there sooner than expected you know us being kingdom citizens we know that we have the favor of god which means that we don't have to go through everything that the world goes through in the same amount of time. And so because she has the favor of God, we're praying that she's going to be out of the hospital sooner than later. We definitely want to make sure we pray that she's able to get out before Thanksgiving so she can celebrate Thanksgiving, hopefully with us, if she doesn't have um, plans to go out of town. So definitely send prayers up. And I know she's watching, so she knows I'm praying for her. So that is my low submission for this week. My high for this week, one of them I was able to get an appointment 
had a new allergist to figure out, you know, why I keep getting these sinus infections, why my allergies keep bothering me around this time. Because, you know, I've, if y'all are loyal viewers and y'all know I've been sick more than once, like within the last couple of months. So let's pray that that doctor is able to, you know, figure out what's going on. And also, this is supposed to be a great allergist because they are supposed to, like, specifically work with allergies that ties to pulmonary issues, which is what my allergies do. That's why I don't like to say severe, but uh, I guess you can call it that severe asthma. I take a daily inhale steroid. And so hopefully through that, I'll be able to get off of the steroid and I'll be able to stop getting these um, infections. I told y'all I had an ear infection and sinus infection and I'm still on my antibiotics, still working through those. But the thing is, like, I still like my ear. Like, since I've been talking to y'all, my ear has popped five times. So, I still haven't gotten, like, my full hearing back. My smell has come back in teeny tiny stages. Like, sometimes I can smell really good and sometimes I can't. I know yesterday I walked into a gas station that has a subway attached to it and almost threw up. It smelled horrible. <laughs> and for y'all who like subway, I'm not down in subway. If you've ever lost your smell, when it starts to come back, everything is just so potent. And... It stinks to me. Everything. It could be like a candle that I love. And as, as my my smell is coming back, I can smell it and be like, oh, that smells horrible. Like, get that away. So it's just, it's something I'm used to. So I was like, I had to hurry up and get out this store. Um, But yeah, I'm trying to think of another one. Oh, thank you, God. Glory to God. This is my last week before I go on Thanksgiving vacation. I have the entire week of Thanksgiving off. Praise God, hallelujah, that I have enough time to ask off. And also, I'm going to have the whole week before Christmas off. So I am just ecstatic. Like, the year is really winding down for work. And so, y'all know I love to be off because <laughs> I really get to live out working in full-time ministry when I'm off. And so, yes, I am going to experience that in less than... 10 days and I am so very excited so I guess y'all could be praying for me that I have the strength to truck it through this week because y'all know like when y'all getting ready to go on vacation like you want to give you a minimal at work because your mind is on vacation your mind is nowhere near <laughs> your mind is nowhere near where it needs to be <laughs> and then also y'all be praying that we have um, safe travels my mom and I we are going to Lafayette, Louisiana this weekend. Lafayette is about four hours from us. My mom has an appointment, nothing uh, medical or anything. And from there, we're going to drive to New Orleans because that's two hours away from Lafayette. So I can get my baby checked out, my laptop. She has a battery issue. She's been having a battery issue for some time now. But the closest Apple store is in New Orleans. And so that's two hours away from me. And I haven't been to New Orleans since she started having battery issues. And, you know, it's really hard to, to pick a weekend just to go. It's so hard to do that. But I talked to my mom. I was like, hey, when you go get your eyebrows done at your appointment, we can make a pit stop in New Orleans, spend the night because it gets dark early. I don't I hate driving at night on the highway. So we're going to make a thing out of it. Going to have like a mini vacation mom and daughter day i'm so excited i'm trying to get my little cousin to come because she's coming home for christmas and i miss her and i want to hang out with her but she keeps saying she has to work so how about y'all pray that god intercedes and she's able to get off and come with us to hang out with us 
God willing, okay? We're all within the will of God. Because I did pray for it already. I just said, God, if you are willing and it's in your will for her to go with us, then, you know, make it happen. If it's not in his will, that doesn't mean that he didn't answer our prayer. It's just it's something I want. It's not something that's within his will. I don't know. That's a that's a teaching right there. That's a whole, That could be a whole episode, but we're not talking about that this week. So, yes, that is my high and lows for this week. So, so remember, if you do want to submit your own high and lows, you can always do so by DMing us on our Instagram page, Facebook page, down below in the YouTube comments, or to our email address. I'll make sure all of that is in the show notes for you below. And if you do so, you have the opportunity to be featured on the podcast. But that's all of the high and lows that I have for this week. So let's go ahead and jump into the biblical portion of the episode. All right, y'all. So we have been discussing through this entire month about the famous phrase, thankful, grateful, and blessed. And we have been going through each one of those and making sure we're actually living that out during this season of Thanksgiving. So we've already talked about being grateful. We've already talked about being thankful. And so in this episode, we're doing the last portion of that thing, which is blessed. Now, y'all know I had to look up the definition of blessed. The definition of blessed says, happy or wonderful, praiseworthy, bringing pleasure or divine favor. Now, when I thought about bliss, the first thing I thought about is probably what a lot of us think about, which is we attribute bliss to the things that we have or the situations that we're in. That's honestly the first thing that I thought about. And then, you know, I sat there a little bit longer and I pondered on that thing. And then I thought about it. Being blessed is more than just being happy because there's times in my life where I'm not happy, situations in my life where I'm not happy about the situation, but I'm still blessed in the situation. Being blessed means experiencing hope and joy independent of the outward circumstances. Now, I know a lot of the times when people look at their lives and they're not where they want to be at, then they, they don't attribute themselves to being blessed. But the fact that you are walking this earth, you still have breath in your lung, that means that you're blessed, right? But a lot of the times, and including me, we miss that because we're thinking about happiness. We're thinking about joy. And remember, like I said last week, joy is a decision. So to be blessed doesn't just mean that you're in a wonderful time. You have everything that you want. You are so happy with every situation that's in your life. That's not what blessed really means. Because despite what's going on around you, despite what you're going through, Despite the unanswered prayer that you're waiting on, despite the financial situation that you're in, you are still blessed. Being blessed doesn't mean that you have everything you want. Being blessed means that you have everything you need. So you need oxygen to breathe, right? You're blessed. You need a bed to sleep in. It may not be comfortable as you want, but you had a bed. You're blessed. Even if I bring it back to me, like... I may not be working full-time in ministry, but I'm blessed to have a ministry. Some people, they can't even figure out what their purpose is. They're right in the middle trying to figure out why God put them here on earth. (laughs) The fact that you're here on earth is a blessing because God chose you. 
And he has a reason for you to be here, speaking of purposes. And so one day, I was in the shower, and I put my little AirPods in, and I just decided to listen to one of my favorite songs. And it's Cry Out by, I think it's Tribal, but primarily Naomi Rain. And, you know, like I said, it's one of my favorite songs. I know the meaning behind it, but some for some reason that day, the song just hit me totally different, and I was like about to fall out in the shower, y'all. <laughs> Like I said last week, sometimes I cannot listen to worship music driving because I just want to close my eyes and I'll be off the road. But the same thing happens sometimes when I'm in the shower. It's kind of like, girl, you, you got in here to take a bath. Like, you're finna get on your knees in the shower. You need to take a bath. Water is expensive. Water is high. <laughs> but what hit me when I was really in the shower and had no other distractions. All I had was the water coming down and my soap. No other distractions. I was really able to listen to that thing. And I and I listened I would listen to this song time and time again, but it was like the Lord was speaking to me. And I wanted to read the lyrics of the song for you. And then we'll get into the lesson. The first verse says, I can't deny what you've done for me. Loosed all my shackles and set me free. Robed me and gave me a victory. I got a reason to praise a reason we come on y'all okay let me keep going I can't ignore what my eyes have seen what seemed impossible I believe look at my life we got history I got a reason a reason to praise y'all after after that last part broke down in shambles in the shower in shambles crying trying to still take a bath but just like snot rolling down because Look at your life. Look back at your life. Really look at it. If you need to go age by age, go age by age. If you just need to go back this last 12 or oh, 11 months, go back these last 11 months. What has God done for you? You got history with him. He's shown up for you before. You may be waiting on something that he hasn't shown up for you regarding that, but he's shown up for you regarding something else. And he's shown up regarding that thing that you're waiting on, okay? He's shown up. It's done. It's done, okay? You're just waiting for the physical manifestation of that thing. But when I really sat there and I thought about it, there was so many things in my life that didn't seem possible to me. But 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 you did it. You you literally did it. Like I don't even have to go in the Bible and look at the blessings that you've done for people to encourage me. All I have to do is look at my life. <laughs> go in my history books and see what you've done for me. And that's enough to praise you. And it was just more of that conviction on my heart of, you know, being thankful and being grateful in the season that I'm in and not pondering so much on these prayers that I'm waiting to manifest and not being so focused on that just focus on it right now you're living in an answer prayer so after the first verse the course says I won't let a rock cry out for me now the first time I heard this song I was like what's she talking about so glory to God my church has amazing praise and worship team and so as she was singing the song, she brought up the story behind this song. And so when I got home, I looked up the thing and I was like, oh, my gosh, this song is amazing. Like, I, I love the song, y'all. So the story behind this song is found in Luke chapter 19, verses 37 through 40. So this is when Jesus is making his triumphal entry 
For those of you who know about Palm Sunday, this is Palm Sunday. This happens on Palm Sunday. And so Jesus is going down a path near the Mount of Olives. And so the whole crowd and the disciples, they're praising God joyfully with a loud voice for all the miracles they had seen. So right now we see them being thankful and grateful. They're praising God joyfully with a loud voice for all the miracles that they had seen. Now you have to remember that the disciples had been with Jesus for a while now. So they were aware of the miracles that he'd done. And so as they're like shouting out to him, some of the Pharisees, they're like, um, teacher, rebuke your disciples. Because the Pharisees considered that to be blasphemy. Because as they were shouting, the disciples were actually saying, blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. They were acknowledging who he was for for sure. And so after the, the Pharisees, they're just like, teacher, rebuke your disciples. Jesus is like, I tell you. If they were to keep silent, the stones would cry out. The rock would cry out. Ooh, that thing's so good. So Jesus is so good that even if the the, the disciples or people never praise him, the things of the world will praise him because they know just how good he is. Now, if we did like a deep, deep Bible study, I can get a little bit more deeper into the other meaning of these stones would cry out because the point that they were in the Mount of Olives gives us another reason as to why Jesus would have said that. But it's two different interpretations that you could have from this, but either, either, either or are good. But I'm going to save that second one for a deep dive. But if y'all want to do a little deep dive yourself, definitely go and study that. Like I said, that is Luke chapter 19 verses 37 through 40. And y'all see the other meaning behind the rocks wouldn't cry out and y'all come back in the comment section and let me know that y'all did y'all homework all right or an email whatever just let me know y'all know how to get in touch with me but yes and so in that shower I was really being convicted on and also praising God because I was so thankful that everything he's done for me but God was telling me like praise me I talked about earlier um, in the high and low portion, I was just like, you know, my aunt, she's always dedicated to make sure, like, if she sees that post, she's making sure, like, she writes something. And you guys, you out there, you write something, too. But every single week that I get on here, I, I do try and get provide a high because there is a high. That's God has done something for you within the in seven days of watching this podcast or listening to this podcast where you can acknowledge him. And I see people, they'll like the post that I put, but they'll keep scrolling. And I'm just like, God has to have done something in your life. And I have to admit, sometimes I have to sit there for a while and really figure out, like, okay, what am I thankful for? Like, like what has God blessed me with? And I have, I have to sit there and think, but I can always find something. We have to find something. God has done so much for us. The fact that we woke up is a blessing enough. So you can write that God woke me up today. I guess what I'm trying to say, the purpose of this episode is for you to acknowledge and realize that don't take for granted the blessing. Don't miss the blessing because you're so focused on something else. Because there is a blessing within your now. And once you realize that blessing, that can get you through. That changes your posture. It does so much. And so you have to remember to praise God for what he's done. 
You have to acknowledge God for what he's done. I know when I prayer journal, I do a whole section of, Lord, I'm thankful for this. Thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you, Lord, for this. I praise him before I even enter into asking because you've done so much for me. So let me acknowledge you. So even if you don't acknowledge God, just think about those rocks. They'll cry out to him. You don't, you don't want a rock to cry out for the God that you serve, do you? God looks at you more than he looks at the rock. Think about the, he always uses the analogy, you know, of doves. You know, what will he do for you if he does all these good things for doves? And if he asks me, rocks live a, a pretty good life. They don't have to pay rent. They don't have to worry about getting sick. They live a long time. Shoot, if I was a rock, I'd be praising God too. Okay, y'all, I am getting silly. But basically, the objective of this episode is for you to realize that you do not want to miss the blessing. You need to praise God in the now for the blessings that he's done for you. You don't want to take advantage of the blessings that he's done for you. You are blessed right where you are. If you woke up this morning, you are blessed. One of my favorite sins is blessed and highly favored, and that's not a lie. Because as God's children, we are blessed. And as God's children, we have his favor. So what I wanted to do with this episode is I wanted to show you guys how God blesses us through the sermon where Jesus himself taught us how God blesses us, the Beatitudes. Now, if you watch the Bible study, then You've heard about this because we actually studied this in detail. I actually encourage you guys to go and check out that recap episode of the Seek Bible study. But we talked about the Beatitudes in depth. But the Beatitudes is exactly how God blesses us. And it looks beyond the things of the world. It looks beyond the physical things that we look at as blessings. And it just looks at true blessings, okay? So we're going to go through each one of those through this episode. So sis, you are blessed. So if you do have your Bibles, turn to Matthew chapter 5. And we're going to study verses 3 through 10. And so just to give you all a little background on the Beatitudes, if you've never heard of it before, the Beatitudes was the first thing that Jesus taught on one of his longest sermons and most known sermons, the Sermon on the Mount. So the Sermon on the Mount, it lasted a couple days. And through the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus was just telling us as kingdom citizens, kingdom believers of how to operate in the kingdom or how to operate in the world and what we are supposed to look like in the world. So the first teaching of the Sermon on the Mount was the Beatitudes. The word Beatitude translates to blessed. And in these sections of scriptures, verses 3 through 10, Jesus is telling us how God blesses believers. And as you're reading it at first, you're like, this doesn't sound like I'm blessed. <laughs> but if you look deeper into it, you turn your spiritual ears, you'll really see what it means. So I'm going to break down that. That's what I'm going to do today. We're going to read it. And then I'm going to explain the portion after blessed are and the Beatitudes. It gives you the definition of that person and then it tells you how they are blessed. Um, so we're going to go through all of those and really realize how we as believers are blessed by our Father in heaven. And through the Beatitudes, you'll see that being blessed isn't just about always being happy, always being praiseworthy. 
it's about so much more. So let's go ahead and jump into the first beatitude, which is verse 3, where it says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. So what poor in spirit means is having less of your spirit, your earthly spirit, your sinner spirit, and more of God's spirit. Everybody has a soul. Everyone has a spirit. And our spirit lives within our earthly body, you know. So when our body dies, our spirit, our soul is still alive. And so we are all born of sin. That's just what we are because of the fall that happened in Genesis chapter 3. But as we renew our minds to Holy Spirit and we allow Holy Spirit more within us, we are filled with Holy Spirit's spirit instead of our spirit. And so to be poor in spirit is just to be poor in our earthly spirit and have more of God's spirit within us. And if we do that, then the kingdom of heaven is ours and what that means the kingdom of heaven is theirs it's just God's rule so God's heavenly rule in your earthly life so that means that okay if you are poor in spirit you have more of God's spirit inside of you then you'll be able to live out exactly what God created you to be so for example with me being poor in spirit, that means that I die to my fleshly spirit every single day and even if I get frustrated or even if I don't want to film I get on here, record this episode for y'all, and it still gets out because I'm letting Holy Spirit work for me. So therefore, I'm able to be exactly what God created me to be, what he put me on this earth to be, because I am allowing him to work through me. So that's my blessing. I'm able to be exactly what God created me to be. If y'all don't think that's a blessing, something wrong with you. Okay, so let's get into verse four. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. So those who mourn, Like, initially, I thought that that just meant, like, you know, people are always dying because, like, that's the only time I would hear the word mourn. But what it actually means is to be saddened by the things that sat in God. So when you see sin running rampant in the world, it saddens you. You don't become a part of it. When you see people cussing each other out and fighting all the time, it doesn't like excite you. You don't want to run to it. Like you want to run away from it because you know that it saddens God. That's not what God put us on earth for. That's not how he wants us to live this life out. And so if you're saddened by the things that sadden God, then he will comfort you. So there may be hard times in your life and you're going to be comforted through those hard times that's your blessing to have God's comfort. So an example I just thought of, like God has been really convicting me on just holding my tongue. And so I've been working on holding my tongue. And and I was talking to God one day, I was like, well, Lord, you have me like working on my mouth and I'm working on it. I said, but when I respond, sometimes I'm not wrong. So, you know, how, Am I supposed to just live life not being wrong, but letting people just say what they want to say, do what they want to do to me? (laughs) And God provided me reassurance. He comforted me, you know, to where somebody says something. I Even if I don't say something or even if I do be the bigger person and apologize, I'm not like annoyed by it the rest of the time. You know, I'm comforted. I still have peace. It's not affecting me. I'm not just pretending that it's not affecting me. It's like it's not affecting me. You know, that's a personal example from that. So, 
The next beatitude is verse 5, where it says, Blessed are the humble, for they will inherit the earth. So humble, meekness, mildness. Basically, what this means is to allow God to lead and guide you. So let go of your self-will. So I I am humble enough to let go of whatever I want to do and allow God to step in and do his thing for me. And with that letting go, you will inherit the earth. And what that just basically means is inheritance. You have an inheritance. You have favor. So I've been reading through my pastor's Kingdom Wealth book. And he talks about a lot in that book how God left the earth for us to work off of. Like we get like with Adam and Eve, he put them in the garden to work. And he gave them the resource, but God was the source. And so that's where I'm getting inherit the earth. So the earth is our resource, but God is our source. And so if we go to our source and allow our source to lead us and guide us and push our self-will down and just allow God to lead us and guide us, he will lead us to our resource that we need. So for instance, with me, if I continue to walk out and live in my purpose, then God is going to provide me the resources I need to work full-time in ministry. So he'll give me study guide ideas to sell, or he'll give me masterclass ideas to sell. He'll give me t-shirts designed to sell, mugs to sell. He'll give me teaching opportunities. He'll provide monetization status, but I have to continue to push my self-will down and allow God's self-will to rise up. And then therefore, I will inherit the earth. All right, so let's go to the next beatitude, which is verse six, where it says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, but they will be filled. So to hunger and thirst for righteousness means to apply the righteous standard of God to your life. Hunger and thirst. That means that you want it. Have you ever been hungry? Have you ever been so thirsty? Do you know what that feels like? You're supposed to be hungry and thirsty for the righteousness in your life as well. So you want to do things that please God. You don't want to do things that's going to hurt God's feelings. You want to make sure he's happy. You want to satisfy your father in heaven. So I always think about it like this. Like you don't want to sin not because you're not supposed to. You don't want to sin because you love God so much so then you're not going to sin. That's how I like to look at it. And so if you hunger and thirst for righteousness, like you hunger and thirst to be more like Christ, you hunger and thirst to please Christ, then you will be filled. (laughs) And what filled means is you'll be satisfied with divine contentment. And y'all, I can definitely speak to this. I talked about in an entire like contentment series, my journey of finding contentment and being complete in life, you know, being content in life and where I was. Because once I got more in Christ and once I tried to be more of who he wanted me to be, reflect more of his image, trust more in him, I was content. I, I found joy. You know, I found the secret. So let's get into the next beatitude, which is... Verse 7 that says, Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Merciful. So, what this means is you exercise pity rather than condemnation. 
And literally what this means, if if you see a brother or sister and you see them falling short, you're not condemning them. You're showing them pity. You're showing mercy for them. Because you already know that there's going to be a time where you fall short. None of us are perfect. None of us are perfect. So we're all going to fall short eventually. And you want to provide that person with mercy so you can be provided with mercy. That's literally what this is. For they will be shown mercy. And so it's really easy to look at somebody and condemn them like, oh. Look at them. They didn't go to church. Mm, look at them. They didn't read their Bible today. Look at them. They didn't pray. Look how she prayed. She didn't even know how to pray. Mm, look at her with that short skirt on. No, we don't need to do that. We need to be merciful to people. We That's not even our place, first of all. First of all, numero uno, that's not our place. God does the judgment. And then God doesn't even do condemnation. He does conviction. Conviction is God's love and kindness and correction. And if God does lead you to, you know, say something to somebody, he will give you the words where it's loving conviction and not condemnation. Condemnation is so dangerous. Condemnation can literally lead someone away from Christ. Condemnation can make someone stop believing in the faith. I've I've heard about stories happening about that. I've heard people be like, I have church hurt, and so I don't go to church. Uh, I have church hurt, so I don't believe in God. If God is so good, then why would he let those people treat me like that? This is things that have truly happened. And so we have to be so careful and stay away from condemnation because we don't want to mess up someone else's walk because we think we're so righteous. And then what you get from being merciful is you receive God's mercy. If y'all have read the Old Testament, then y'all know that God is not for play play. When he gets over it, you know, when he's pissed off to the highest festivities, as my mama would say, who are those people? He's swallowed up in the earth. He's killed like entire cities. And, and, And all this wasn't just, because he's just a mean God. He 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 showed a lot of mercy during that time. He just got to the to end of it, you know? God does not give us what we deserve. And a lot of people say that and be like, well, I deserve this God. I deserve this nice house. I deserve this nice car. And I, I'm guilty of it myself. I, I've, I actually did it earlier this week. God convicted me so fast, I can't even remember what I was seeing it about. But I was just saying, like, God, I've been working for you. I've been so loyal working for you. How did they get that? And then he said, and I said, oh, Lord, I'm so sorry. You are so right. Um, Lord, please forgive me. (laughs) I did it so quick. I can't even remember what it was about. And we don't look at it the other way around when we say, well, God, I deserve this. Have you looked at your sins? He didn't give you what you deserve when you committed that sin. But he was merciful to you. All right, now <laughs> let's go to the next beatitude now, which is verse eight. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. So pure in heart. What that means is being honest with God, confess the good, bad, and the ugly. A lot of times we only confess the good. Sometimes we'll confess the bad, but then most of the time we never confess the ugly. <laughs> But if you do those things, then you will see God. And what that means is you will see God work in those areas in your life that you were honest with him about. So I have a personal example here. I told y'all that God has been you know, telling me to work on my mouth. 
and my anger towards things. And so what I would do is I would I would pray and I'd be like, God, I don't know why this happened or blah, 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 blah. I would not get into detail. And as I was writing one day, God was like, tell me the details. And I was just like, but you know the details. But he, he kept saying, like, tell me the details. And I kept pondering and I think I was like, hmm, why don't I tell God the details? And then I thought about it. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of trying to hide it from him. Even though he knows, I'm trying to hide the details of it because some of the details probably don't make me look so good. But what I did was I said, okay, Lord, I'm going to give you the details. So I sat down and I wrote the details out. And y'all know what happened. I saw God show up in that area. I saw peace because I had already gave it to my God. I already gave it to my daddy. So fight with him, not me. <laughs> a lot of the times I didn't want to talk through it with God because I'm just like, well, he doesn't talk back to me. Like, I, like if I talk to a person, they can give me like immediate feedback. That's a lie. You don't want to talk to God because you know that God is going to check you on the part that you were wrong in and you want to just hear the good part. You just want to hear where you're innocent and that person's on your side and God is not always going to be on your side in a matter. God is always going to want you to be the bigger person. So, going through a time, open up to God. Don't be so secretive. Detail the situation. Yeah, he knows it, but it works. I don't know the logic behind it, but it works. I tested it out. I tried it and I know it. <laughs> um, but, but when you do, like I said, open up and allow God into the good, bad, and ugly parts of your life, he's able to really work in all of those areas because now you're inviting him in. Our God is a gentleman, and he's not going to force himself into a situation. He does wait for our invitation. Once we give him the invitation, he, he can go in, show up, and show out. And that's the blessing from that. All right? And then we have two more Beatitudes. So let's get into the second from last, which is verse 9. That says, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. So, peacemakers. So. What that means is, as Christians, as believers, we should not be peace breakers. We should be peacemakers. And I remember sometime last week, me and my mom, we were having a conversation. And I was telling my mom, I was like, I don't want you to be frustrated in certain situations. And she says, well, those situations don't frustrate me. I just try to be the peacemaker. And that thing struck me because I was just like, hmm. So, Shay, when are you the peacemaker? And I was like, oh, shoot, I'm not the peacemaker. I'm the peacebreaker. <laughs> it's not on me, by the way. I don't I don't make peace in all situations, you know. I'll be listening to somebody. And I'm like, okay, now whose side am I going to take? <laughs> Who was wrong in this situation? Let me listen. Let me be the judge. That's me. When, no. We ought to be the peacemakers. We ought to encourage people to do the right things. Now, I don't encourage people to do wrong things. I just try to figure out whose side I'm on. But I don't I don't need to pick a side. I just need to pray for both of them. Both of them need prayer. Everybody in the situation needs prayer. And we're going to bring peace to this thing. <laughs> but when you are the peacemaker, then you are called sons of God, which means we resemble Christ. 
then there also won't be so much chaos in your life too because you're bringing peace. Nobody will be bring drama to you because they know that you're going to be the peacemaker. Nobody wants to talk to a peacemaker if they're trying to start some drama. They don't want that. And then let's get into the last beatitude, which is verse 10, which says, Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. So to be persecuted means to be mistreated in the world because of your kingdom characteristics. So we already know following Christ brings persecution. Jesus has told us that time and time again. We see this in the world today. People aren't receptive to Christian people of the world. I say people of the world are not receptive of Christian values. This is not in my notes. I just thought about it. If y'all ever heard or watched the real. Tamara, she talked about how the real was one of the worst periods of her life because she always felt like she couldn't be herself. She had kingdom values and people always would talk about her or put her down or say that, you know, she just good at two shoes. He thought she was better than everybody. And she was just trying to live her life out for Christ. If y'all don't know, she's a devout Christian. And so some things that she didn't believe in, you know, they'll be having conversations about going out and having one night stands. And she's like, well, I don't believe in that. And she just felt like she had to, like, hide herself because of that. That is that that is what happens with us in this world. Uh, like with me and YouTube, like, my content isn't pushed up high in the algorithm because <laughs> there's no drama. There's, there's chaos. That's chaos, but there's not, like, the bad kind of chaos. This is not entertaining to the world. Me and my mama, we were actually talking about people that we know but this can be anybody especially for anybody else who out there who has a ministry so you can have people who like love you down like love you so much but they just cannot make time for christ and you know i get so upset sometimes because it's not just about me if you think about it like it's about you like i care about you i care about you hearing the message that god gave me and you're not hearing it because you don't click on it but they can click on other things and watch it. I want them to help themselves. Like, like, God gave me a great message. I want them to hear the message. It's not about me. It's about God. You hurt my daddy feelings, now I'm played by my daddy, okay? <laughs> but yeah, but but that's persecution. Like, a lot of the times people think of persecution as somebody putting a sword in your head or you getting shot because of... Christ that's that's not the only thing what persecution is persecution is just being rejected but just because we are persecuted doesn't mean we shouldn't stop our walk we shouldn't stop our ministry we shouldn't stop what God told us to do even if we think about Jesus sent the disciples out to go and preach and teach and heal people he told them hey you're going to be faced with persecution but what I want you to do is if they don't accept you leave that town dust your feet off and keep going which means don't stay there and you know let them keep taking you down so with me it's like okay I'm just gonna stop trying to force this on you I'm gonna stop asking you to watch it I'm not gonna be like hey did you watch it do what you do do what you do I'm gonna keep doing what I do eventually prayerfully you'll catch up you'll watch and it'll hit you God's word will hit you but it's not gonna stop me I'm gonna brush my feet of it that means I'm gonna Brush off the feelings that I had, brush off the discouragement that I have, brush off the insecurities that it created, and I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep doing my ministry because that's what God told me to do. I'm going to keep ministering 
and eventually, like I said, prayerfully, you'll catch up and, and you'll give your life over to Christ fully and not just slightly. All right. And if you are persecuted, so if you are mistreated by the kingdom because of your faith, because of your kingdom characteristics, then the kingdom of heaven is yours. So going back to verse three, we we saw the same thing. The kingdom of heaven is theirs, which you remember I said, that's just God's heavenly rule in your earthly life. But when I read it that time, I thought about a different thing. For the kingdom of heaven is theirs. So what's in heaven? The kingdom of heaven is theirs. So what's in heaven? What's in heaven when we get there? It's going to be happiness. It's going to be delightful. It's going to be healing. We're not going to have any sickness up there. We're not going to have any need. We're not going to be stressed out about bills. So, yeah, I'm going to, I'm experiencing this persecution, but I'm just going to do what God told me to do. And the things that are in heaven that I can experience, they're going to come down here on earth with me. So whatever I'm sick about, that sickness is going to be gone. Or whatever I am needing financially, that need is going to be met. God is going to send it down from heaven. So there's a lot of stuff stored up in heaven waiting for you that you can experience on the earth, not just when you get to heaven. And you can receive that. So those are all of the Beatitudes. And so remember, the reason we went through all those Beatitudes is so you can really learn how God blesses you. I pray that through these Beatitudes that you are reminded that being blessed is more than just being happy about something. Being blessed is about so much more. And even in like mournful times or even when the world is crazy, you still are blessed. You have a reason to say that you are blessed. And so we need to reflect the attitude of being blessed. And we need to make sure we acknowledge God for all of the blessings that he's done. We need to praise him, okay? Just like the song I mentioned, we don't want the rock to cry out for us when God has been so good to us. So what I want to do is I want to pray over us to remember our blessings and, and pray for more blessings through the year of 2022. All right, so let's take a moment and bow our heads in prayer. Lord Jesus, I want to thank you for sending us to these Beatitudes. And we thank you, Lord, that you sent Jesus down here to not only save us, but he also taught us great tips on living, on living this world out and provided us with a great example. And we thank you that we have these examples. We thank you that you bless us. You bless us when you don't even have to. We don't have to earn your blessings. We pray, Lord, that through this Thanksgiving season, we can reflect more on what we have and notice our blessings and not miss any of the blessings that we have. We pray, Lord, that through the rest of this year, we are blessed increasingly. And Lord, we, we ask that you remind us of the blessings and we can reflect on those blessings. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. And with that, I just thought about, too, that I did a bit of my notes. Like, I challenge y'all. Like, next week, we're going to do a full episode on highs. And highs are meant to big up God, to show thanks to God. And we're going to do an entire episode showing God thanks. So, re really reflect this week and think about all the blessings that God has done for you, the ones that you missed because you were so focused on something else. Think about that thing. God is calling you to think about that thing and go down in the show notes, click on that link and let us know. And then we can all big up God. Tell the world how good he has been to us within the year of 2022.
So definitely go down there and check that link out. You'll see a Google Docs form. You just click on it, and it's just one question, like, what's your high? And you just type it out. It could be something so simple. It does not have to be super long. If you want to remain anonymous, you can let me know. But we want to definitely big up God in the next episode. So whatever you just thought about, go down below in the show notes. Click on that link, type it out, and show God thanks. And before I get out of here, I have to allow someone to be reborn. Now, I say reborn because in John chapter 3, verse 3, it says, Truly I tell you, unless someone is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And to become reborn is actually really simple. All you have to do is repeat this very short prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I know without you, I am lost. Today, I make the decision to make you the Lord of my life. I give you the throne of my heart to lead and guide me in the way that I should go. Thank you for forgiving and delivering me from sin. In Jesus' name, amen. And just as simple, you are now a part of the union of Christ, and we're so excited to finally have you a part of the family. Congratulations! If you did repeat that prayer after me, the first essential step that you want to take is to connect with a Bible teaching church. Churches are going to be so essential because they give you a shepherd, which is a pastor, to shepherd over your lives, and they also provide you a fellowship community. And also, for anybody who's wondering, if you've watched an older episode and you don't see the Reborn Workbook down below, I have pulled that from the website. I am going to rebrand that, spruce it up a little bit. God has definitely given me some extra tidbits to add to it, so that will be back very soon, and I will definitely let y'all know when it's back. All right, so that's all that I have for you guys today. But before we get out of here, I do have two questions. What was your key takeaway from today's episode? And also, did you learn something new? If you're watching on YouTube, you can comment down below in the comment section. And if you're watching on Spotify, you can comment in the Q&A portion of the app. And if you're watching anywhere else, you can always send to us at our email address, obediencepodcast at gmail.com. I cannot wait to hear your responses. We love to hear from y'all. Y'all know that this podcast's goal is to be like a small group community, a little life group. And so we love to communicate with you all. So do not hesitate to reach out and let us know your key takeaways. And speaking of life group community, if you are watching on the YouTube premiere, I see you. We see each other. Thank you so much for taking time out and spending your Thursday evening with me. I love talking to y'all in the chat. It's so much fun and your love and devotion does not go unnoticed. If you want to be a part of the YouTube premiere community, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel. That link is in the show notes below. And I premiere the episode every Tuesday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And we have a premiere chat where we're talking, checking in on each other, saying little things about the episode. So it's definitely a great time. So be sure to hit subscribe if you do want to be a part of the family. And regardless of where you are watching or listening, I want you all to share this episode with five of your friends. We definitely want to get the word out about knowing that being blessed is more about the physical things of this world, the monetary things of the world. It's all about joy and hope beyond the outward circumstances. So definitely get this episode out to five of your friends. And also, do not forget that next week's episode is going to be full of highs. So I definitely need y'all's help to submit your highs so we can do an entire episode bigging up God and showing the gratitude, the thankfulness, and the blessings and praise of what he's done for us for 2022. So definitely check that Google form out in the show notes below. 
But that's all that I have for you guys today. So I'm going to go ahead and get up out of here. I pray that this video found you blessed. And I pray that it left you even more blessed. In the meantime, in between time, as always, be obedient. And I'll chat with y'all next week. Ciao!